6 to 8 here on ESPN 1000. We're actually off early tonight, 745. We'll take you to coverage of Northwestern basketball. Northwestern faces off against Indiana. Walsh Ryan Arena in Evanston is where they'll play tonight, and you'll hear it right here on ESPN 1000 at 745. So you got 45 minutes to get in with Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. You can call us at 312-332-3776. That's where we find Kevin in Oakbrook here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Kevin? Hey, that much, guys. How you doing? We're good, man. What's up? Uh, I guess first question, do you guys think that um, the Gallagher's hate each other more than Prince Harry hates Prince William, or is it close? I, th- I think that's pretty close. No, the that Gallagher's so, yeah. hate each other. I mean, dude, you you gotta, sure? yeah, you got to understand. Like, you got to understand. The Gallagher's are family. <laughs> like they, <laughs> like they have excuses to get together, and they choose not to. So There's, are the Prince Harry and uh, Will. They're they're family. What are you talking about? Oh, that's right. No, not anymore. He was excommunicated. They're not family oh, dude, anymore. They're family. They're no, brothers. no, no. No, once you're excommunicated, he's not. They're not family anymore. He's not allowed to be Prince uh, Harry. No, I know, I know that. He's but not, they're brothers. They you know that they're brothers. No, right? I understand that they are brothers, but I'm saying that Kevin, they. You know that they're brothers, right? You understand what I'm saying? Right. I believe so. Yeah. He, but he was excommunicated because he was. Oh, taking, I know they was, live in Los Angeles. I watched I the 60 Minutes. I saw it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Although they're not. The, they're brothers, say, but they're in, not in the brothers. Book, in the book, there was a rumor that uh, because of his red hair, that he might have a different father. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> well, I wanted to react to the. I wanted to react to the last caller yes. who was surprised surprised to learn that the NFL likes to make money and called Arlington Heights soulless. I, I'm with you guys a thousand percent. You can't put the city of Chicago. They're about as competent, I guess, as the McCaskies and the Bears. Um, you want to put them together to build a stadium? You know, give me a break type of thing. Um, the other thing is, isn't there over like 300 acres in Arlington and you only need like, I think, 160 um for a stadium with with parking so that that's the whole plan is to have you know to blow out an entertainment district hotels whatever you, you, you're yeah. not going to find that that amount of space in the city so yeah so no anyway, hey, you, mm-hmm. you guys are right and he's wrong i appreciate it <laughs> well thank, thank you for the for listening kevin we appreciate you <laughs> of course. Right, you guys are the best yeah absolutely thanks for uh listening my man so there's kevin in oak park we go to matt and bordage park here on espn 1000 what's up matt hey first time caller What's up, Matt? So, I got two points. I wanted to talk about the beer weather thing really quick, but also yeah. just up about the stadium first, one quick comment. Just a small sample size, but in our chat at work, our small Chicago sports chat, oh, yeah. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, everyone is not happy about the move. I mean, I've only been to two, three great games in my life, but still, like people are not happy about it. I think you guys are underestimating you know, how long that bitterness is going to last. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are just not going to go to the games. And that might not matter. You're probably right. They're going to sell the stadium, but maybe lower jersey sales, maybe lower, you know, other merchandise. Well, well, Matt, let they me won, ask you this: They where, won three where's... games this year, and Bears gear was one of the top selling, top ten in the league. Yeah, Justin Fields had a top ten selling jersey. It's uh, it's right. all about they, winning they on the field. Yet, That's where the they fandom will yet, follow. Where, where's the bareness towards? Like, what are, what are your friends saying that they're upset about? It just seems weird. I mean, Arlington Heights isn't the same as you know San Francisco. Them playing in San Jose, it's still an urban city. They're pretty close. No, they're in Santa Clara. Uh, you know, they're not even in San Jose. I'm just saying, they, they don't want to go to the game. Everyone's kind of unhappy, and this isn't a bunch of boomers. These are guys in their 20s and 30s. It's just, it is what it is. They, nobody wants to go to Arlington to watch the games. Okay. I, I'm, I, I'm just, again, I'm, surprised, I'm, just, I'm surprised, I'm surprised at hearing someone that, 
I'm surprised of hearing about someone who's just upset, but like doesn't understand why the Bears are going to move. Like I, I get that you would prefer everyone gets the economics. I mean, okay. they're, they're sales guys. It's you know again, I'm not trying to you know just be okay boomer on you. It's mm-hmm. it's guys like me that are just they're not they don't want to go. I, no one cares about our Heights. I'm sorry, but are you still going to watch rather, Matt? What's that? Are you still going to watch? Yeah, I probably watch. I mean, I I will admit my wife's from Seattle area. I'm probably going to watch more Seahawks games. I, it's just weird. It's just weird. To- Matt, I'm I'm not going to lie. You're you're really surprising me. I'm 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 surprised that someone would change their fandom just because the team's going to move to a suburb of the city that they're still in. That's surprising to me. I, look, I, I know I, I'm I'm trying to be reasonable, but I'm I'm, also right, telling like you, I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. I'm, like I'm just saying that company that all feel the same way. It's just it's that's interesting. I think it's going to hit people stronger than people are giving them credit for it. Okay, yeah. all right. I I appreciate the phone call, Matt. But a quick thing about the bear weather. Can I make one more comment? Yeah, yeah. I think one more thing that kind of gets misconstrued is like the bear weather is not just about whether or not we play well in cold weather or that somebody likes cold weather. I mean, it's an even playing field. We're playing cold weather. They're playing cold weather, too. The point is, I think, over the years, and I don't know if there's stats to back this up, but, like, we're more acclimated to playing in it. We know how to deal with the cold better than, you know, somebody who's just flying in from down south or something like that. So it's less about whether or not Justin Fields is going to run slower. I mean, so are the, you know, linebackers. The point is, can he adjust better? Can he get used to it? Is he used to throwing in that 20-mile-per-hour crosswind? Is he used to, you know, warming his hands on the sideline and having that practice? That's the beer weather component is that, like, are we – do we have a little bit of an advantage from being used to it? Not whether or not we like it or prefer it or sure. play well in it. Yeah, unfortunately, that angle kind of goes out the window in the late 80s when the Bears had a Super Bowl contending team and a team from the West Coast with nice weather came into town and beat the Bears in, quote, bear weather, uh, which kind of – ended that conversation when the 49ers came to town and won. I know, sure. I mean, but it's, that's a small sample size, too, though. And I was one at the time, so, I mean, I have a smaller, uh, you know, memory than that. But it, it's just too many times, though, the argument gets shot down for just bringing up a stat about how well somebody plays or doesn't play in the cold. It's less about that, and it's about do we play better than the other side who's also dealing with the, with the conditions. Sure. All right. We got you now, Matt. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks, guys. There is Matt in Porridge Park. I'm surprised at hearing someone to say that the reason they're no longer going to be a Bears fan is because they're they're moving stadiums to a newer facility where they can make their own money. That to me is very surprising. I'm not I'm not trying to say like anyone who doesn't think that they they should move like you. I don't know what you're thinking, but like that to me is that's we that's weird to me to say that. I'm no longer going to support the team that I mainly watch on television yeah. at home. Yeah. I'm not going to support them because they're moving to a stadium in the same state, a suburb of the city where they currently play. I'm no longer going to be a Patriots fan because they're no longer near Boston. They're in Foxborough. They're Foxborough. Like, that to me is weird. That is a strange thing. I've never heard of that before. Have you heard of fans saying that I'm no longer a 49ers fan because they play in Santa Clara and no longer no. near downtown San Francisco? I've, heard, I've never heard of that. What before. I've heard is St. Louis fans go, I'm not a Rams fan anymore because they moved to L.A. That, yes, or, I understand I'm not that. A, I'm not a Colts fan anymore because totally they moved to Indy. Like I, like, I get that I understand. That's 
I'm, but you know I'm what? surprised at that. You know, you know what team has the, the, the most diehard contingency of fans and supports them no matter where they play through move after move? Ask Raiders fans in California how they feel. Raiders fans are diehards, man. They're still fans. There it are people matter. that They're drive from Los Angeles Absolutely. to Vegas each and every weekend just to see the Raiders play. And you don't think the Raiders were like, hmm, we're going to get all those people that live in Vegas to be fit? No, they wanted money and they took it. Sean in Downers Grove, you're on ESPN 1000. What do you think, Sean? I, you know, I had a call in. I'm in my car. I actually pulled over hoping that I could uh, get in on this conversation. That is safe driving, Sean. I appreciate yes. that. No problem. Uh, th- these guys uh, that are calling in are, are unbelievable. The Bears can play on Mars, and I'm going to go see them. Hell yeah. They can sell their merchandise on Mars, and I'm going to buy it. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't understand these people saying, oh, they want to make money on the side and this and that. That's what. That's what, That's how the world revolves. You, you have to make money to, to, to support yourself. And and, and I, I'm, as a fan, I'm looking forward to Super Bowls, concerts, I mean, I can't even imagine. I, I've been to Dallas and Arlington. What a beautiful stadium. The, the screen. I mean, to have something like that here in Chicago, you know, I, my first Christmas present was a Walter Payton jersey. You know, this is a bare city before anything, and these people need to get over it. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Sean. Appreciate it. Drive you. safely Absolutely. the rest of the way. There you go. Sean Absolutely. in Downers Grove. Good call. Taylor in Hyde Park. What's up, Taylor? Taylor, are you there? Yo, yo, what up? What up? What's up, going on? What's going on? We got you. Much. I want to get on this conversation. Um, one thing, this is like reminds me of everyone's evolution through Illinois or Chicago. When you get young, you move to the city because you like the nightlife, a good time. When you have a family, you move to the suburbs. And then as you get older again, you go back to the city. I think mean, that's going to happen to the stadium eventually. Um, they'll come back. And then my second point is. Dude, if you win a Super Bowl, they could play in Iowa or or on Mars or the moon. As long as you win, no one cares. No one cares where your stadium's at. As long as you win, that's all that really matters. Put a, winning, put a winning franchise in, and they'll, they'll, people will be satisfied. Right. And right. like, and Thanks, like Taylor, Taylor, thanks for the phone call, man. I completely understand yep. when season ticket holders call in, and they're like, I like the city. I like coming down to the city. I like going to the city the night before. We stay downtown, or we get here early. I like the city. I, I'm not saying that you're less of a fan, but when people call in and are like, I've been in three to three games in 20 years, it's like, okay, well, how many more are you going to go to if they stay in the city? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to discount. Two. I'm waiting for my two more games in my life. Because I feel like people are more likely to take the day and go to Arlington oh. because it'll be easier to get to. The traffic won't be as bad getting in and out of the stadium. And like... There's going to be a casino around it. Yeah, there might be some. There might be some chain restaurants. Yeah, you might get a Buffalo Wild Wings. It's not the end of the world. Ah, oh, man, I'm 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 surprised <laughs> that someone would say because they're going to go to a suburb of the city that they're staying in, that they're not going to be a fan of the team. And I I come from a family where we have season tickets. Like we go to these games, and mm-hmm. listen, if you want to see outrage, just wait until they announce what the new PSLs are going to be. When they announce a new stadium Ooh. and they announce what new PSLs are, 50 there, grand? Are, there are going to be people 60 grand? losing their blank when the Bears tell us that it's going to be, what, 30000 a seat? 40, Come on, dude. 50? I mean, look up what they're asking for uh, SoFi what PSLs. What was the PSL SoFi? For the Rams. I think some of them were like north of $50,000 a seat. I think it's pretty, it's like close to seventy a seat. 
I'm just saying, if you want to see outrage about people being upset that the Bears are moving, that's when it's going to come. But again, those people don't have to opt into season tickets or or at least PSL season tickets if they don't want to. Uh, m- most expensive is thirty thousand at PSL. That's at the new Bill Stadium. No, no, no. Look up SoFi. SoFi had some that were north Woo! of fifty thousand. Seventy-five. Yeah. See, I told you, seventy-five thousand dollars a seat for PSLs at SoFi Stadium the in most Los ex- Angeles. The NFL's most expensive PSL is a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. At Arlington. In in Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying is, like, if you want to see outrage, that's when you're going to get the outrage from Bears fans who realize that they may not be able to afford season tickets Sheesh. anymore at a new stadium. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. We'll continue with the call. This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. If you're on hold, you will be on the air with Black and Abdallah. We're done a little early tonight. 7.45, we have Northwestern basketball. They face off against Indiana. They host the Hoosiers, so uh, we'll take you to that game at 7.45. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Before we get back to the calls, Adam, last week we uh, celebrated the career of Tom Brady. He announced his retirement and we gave him a, a tip of the cap. Mm-hmm. We put a helmet sticker on the back of his helmet. We said, congrats, Brady. Your career was beautiful to watch. And we celebrated that career right here on the on the show. That's right. We did. For that second chance. For a break that would make it okay. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring. For good. And it's hard at the end of the day. <laughs> I need some distraction. Oh, beautiful release. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long winded. You only get one super. Emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so. In the arms of the angel, fly away. Good morning, guys. Okay, all right. Morning. That's not, all right. Thank you, Tom. Uh, but yes, there he is. Tom Brady retires from the NFL. And, Good morning, guys. You know, in his newly uh, retirement uh, stage of life, yeah. he doesn't really have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. And days after he announced his retirement, Good morning, guys. he sends out a photo oh, yeah. on his social media. Big where sexy. He's sitting there with nothing on except for underwear. It's he has, not him. By he has the some way, right? boxer like, briefs on. Yeah. And he looks like he has a photo-shaped, uh, photoshopped face, mm-hmm. and uh, he's got—it's uh, all there for for your viewing pleasure. And yeah. he's he's covering little Tommy though. He's got his Good hand guys. little cup in front of little Tommy, and he's promoting his new underwear, Brady, Brady brand, Brady brand. Good morning, guys. And we took it upon ourselves. 
Yes. To order, thanks to Danny Zetterman for giving us the uh, money. Good morning, guys. We ordered the Brady brand boxer briefs. All right. And they came in. Here we go. A they came un- in. Unpacking here? The Brady brand boxer briefs. If you're watching on Twitch, we in. have them. Uh, we each got a pair. I believe you got the black pair, right? Or what was it called? What was the... Uh... <laughs> you were the one that made the order. No, I know, but it had a different name. Storm. Storm. Or no, Ink. You got Ink, I believe. Whatever this one is. Okay, so I have ink. the ink. ink. All right. You got ink, and I got storm, which is the like right navy blue. There? Yeah, I got medium. All right, here we go. I've got the medium. I've got ink. This is a black-colored uh, yeah. boxer brief, and we have them here, and Ooh, uh, they, are, were, they were these shipped. Are, these are tight. Brady brand, and there they are. The Brady underwear. Yeah. And if you're watching on Twitch, we have the underwear with us. Yeah, here's the Brady underwear. So, so here's the key, Abdallah. So we have the underwear. Yeah. I'm not going to put these on right now because no, I'm no, wearing no, underwear. No, 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 no. I'm going to wear... And I'm, I'm not taking a picture. Yeah. Well, let, let's do this. We're I'm in, not taking the picture. We're in for Greeny tomorrow. Yeah. So what I'll do is tomorrow on Greeny's show, yeah. I will give you a review... I'll wear mine. ...of these Brady briefs. Yeah, I'll wear mine. I'll wear them tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then we will celebrate Tom Brady's career. Once again. And I will let you know yeah. how it feels to wear Brady's underwear. Here on the show tomorrow. I will let you know what it's like to be in the man's pants. All right. So we will, tomorrow, on Greenie, we will wear Brady's underwear. We will. So we will do that here on this show. We got that going. Good morning, guys. These better be great. These are $20 each. Well, thank you to uh, Danny Zetterman yeah. for uh, allowing us to purchase some Brady underwear. I like that they, they come individually wrapped. Yeah, like you're, it's nice. You're getting your twenty dollars worth. I feel like yeah, when they individually wrap. You know, and and they um and it is biodegradable. For those saying it's Ruth is ruining the environment. These all these uh the packaging everything oh. is biodegradable. Look on the inside. Do you see say? where they're made? You'll where? enjoy that. Where? How about that? Look where, where they're made. It's made. Made. Made in Egypt. Oh, my friend. Hard. <laughs> Hard-working brothers and sisters. Good morning, guys. Hard-working brothers and sisters. <laughs> they make this for you. It's very nice. It's like a soft papyrus. It's very nice on the on the cheek. It's very nice. It has a good, uh, good, um, what's the, how do you say? Uh, Material? Uh, no. Uh, Fabric? Uh, no. Uh, Feel? Uh, uh, bowl area. <laughs> bowl area? Bowl. So look, look. A cup? You see how it is yeah, uh, it's got it's a enhanced? Little... It's got a little it's, area it's for not, uh for It's your... not flat. No, no, it's not flat. Because you have bits. Good morning, guys. And uh, your bits <laughs> uh, have to be held. Uh, like uh, they, Yeah, it looks like it, we will have uh, some cuppage. Yes. Yeah, it looks good. So Medi- we'll, we'll, medium, we'll a, medium cuppage. We'll take a photo tomorrow. Medium. I'm not taking the picture. Okay. All I'm right, not, well. Nobody wants to see we'll, that. We'll wear them tomorrow yeah. when we're in for Greeny at 10 a.m. Stephen Burridge, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Steve? Yeah, first of all, uh, thanks for the uh, Tom Brady underwear description. Good luck on the uh, on the lingerie show tomorrow. Thanks. Uh, thank you, thank you. We'll let you know how it feels. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. I am dumbfounded, like you guys, to hear some Chicago Bear fans say they protest the team because they're moving to Arlington. First of all, there's nothing nostalgic about Soldier Field in Chicago. If the city and the team wanted to put up a great complex like what they're going to be doing in Arlington, I'm all for it on the lakefront. It's not happening. And if you and I'm excited as a fan knowing that we're actually investing in the franchise by putting a great facility out not that far from Chicago. It's only 30 miles west of Chicago, so it's not like it's building in DeKalb. And I think it's even more exciting to have a Super Bowl come and everything around it. 
And for somebody to say, I'm worried about the home field conditions, I never realized our weather is a home field advantage. We haven't had a lot of advantages (laughs) over the last decade to worry about the weather. And then the last thing is, by the time the stadium's done, I mean, I would love that just we're say, we're talking about Justin Fields in 20, uh, 2030 when this is all done. Yeah, if that's the case, Steve, then I think Justin Fields is on his way to becoming a Hall of Fame player, right? Yeah. Like that, that's, yeah, I mean, I, hopefully so he's here I mean, in fan, seven, I'm eight excited. years, but thanks for the call, Steve. I'm Appreciate really excited. you. I'm really excited about it, it coming out there. I'm excited. But we're 71 days away from the draft. You know, we were just at the gutter, you could say, of the season being in last place. Sure. And it's only going to look up. So, come on, let's celebrate, the guys. Good stuff, Steve. Appreciate you. We go to Nick in Mundelein. Nick, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, so I just moved to Mundelein at the beginning of November. I lived in Palatine for six years. And uh, part of the reason for leaving, I broke lease on my apartment, was they got bought out when the Bears put their, their bid in for the property. Okay. My apartment complex got bought out, oh. and they started remodeling the apartment complex as well as the unit to make them luxury apartment complexes. So before hmm. they even bought the land, yeah. my rent went up $300. So me and my wife were so mad at the Bears, we didn't even watch a single game this year. But we bought a house now. We moved out of Palatine, and you know what? I understand why they're getting the stadium, but I was just so mad at them for the, what was going on. I was just like, you know what? I'm not watching the Bears this year. And we're out of Palatine. We're in Mundelein now. And you know what? I get that. They need the stadium. I'm all for the stadium. So get the stadium now. So will, will you be back as a fan? Will you watch the team going oh, forward? Yeah. Okay, all right. So just one year. You just sat yeah, out. Matt, let me let me tell yeah, you this. You missed a good year. Matt, let me, a good no, 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 Matt. Let me tell you this. You didn't, you didn't miss much. You didn't miss much. <laughs> didn't miss much. No, I didn't miss much. No. no. Good. All right, th- thanks, Nick. We go to he talked about Palatine. Let's go to Tom in Palatine. Oh, hi, Tom. Tom, what's up? Hey guys. So the thing that is me most convinced that the Bears are doing the right thing is that they're doing the exact opposite of what the Detroit Lions did. <laughs> the Lions were out in the suburbs in Pontiac for decades, yeah, and then into Ford Field in the in downtown. And a lot of I have a lot of friends in Michigan who have the misfortune of being uh, Lions fans and. They were not happy about having to go downtown. Granted, those same people tell me that when they when they moved out to uh, to uh, Pontiac in the seventies, that people were pissed about that too. So, right, you right. can't you can't win. You can't um, make everyone most, happy. But most importantly, Abdallah, I got a question for you. So you're talking about you don't like the idea of eating soup off the street. <laughs> True story. What do you mind at work? Spills soup on, onto his tray in the cafeteria. Would you or would you not slurp that soup off of the tray? <laughs> I've seen how they sanitize those uh, those trays. Probably not, because that wet rag that wet rag has been used for four days straight. Probably, and even the chemicals on it. Even if it is sanitized, Ooh. yeah. I'm a you no. Know, I'm not. That's you. Just got to get new soup at that point. No, no. He he. he <laughs> just tilted it, put his mouth up to the corner of the tray, and there you go. No, you got to <laughs> no. you got to man, no. man up, Abdallah. No, I'm not. I'm good. I don't also don't use I don't use trays anymore, so I don't I don't think there's a situation where I would be eating in a lunchroom tray. Yeah, but Tom mentioned uh, the street. I'm not eating street soup. Yeah, you can just uh, you know lay down in front of the gutter and wait for it to. I'll find here, Tom. You come down, down to your to, mouth. You come down to 190 North State Street. I'll find you a little crack in the sidewalk and pour some soup <laughs> in it, and see if you're still around to tell another to tell this story again. Okay. 
you guys start without me. I'll catch up. Okay, all right. Thanks, thanks for the <laughs> thanks, call, Tom. Um, Appreciate you. You know what's funny about that is uh, Tom mentioned uh, Ford Field. I think a lot of NFL people say that Ford Field is actually pretty nice in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not been to Ford Field, but I have been to their new basketball arena, Little Caesars Arena, which is built. It's out like it's on the other side of the highway, but it's close to downtown. And I will say they they built it near the other parks, Comerica and Ford Field, with the idea that the sports stadiums would have this up and coming district around yeah. it. Uh, we walked around the stadium. There was nothing around Little Caesars Arena. Like the arena was all that was there, and it was just a bunch of empty lots and and places that were boarded up around it. So I mean, yeah, that that is an interesting point. I think Detroit probably has more space in its downtown area Look, for a team to to build something. But I know that people rave about Ford Field. That's a nice stadium. I'm not trying to say that building a stadium in a city is a bad idea. I've told you guys many times, I've said it on this radio station a bunch of times, I've been to Lucas, I've seen NFL games at Lucas Oil Stadium. It's one of the best stadiums I've ever been to. I've seen a national championship there. I've seen Colts games there. I've been to games. It's a great stadium. We saw Final Four at U.S. Bank Stadium uh, where the Vikings play. Great stadium. Awesome. In the middle of downtown, right? Stuff is everywhere. It's right there. You can walk there from the city. You can walk to the Colts Stadium, to the Lucas Oil from the city. It's great. But this structure isn't working. No, there's there's no space in downtown Chicago to build a new football facility. Mm-hmm. If there was a spot where they could build a new stadium, I would vote for that number one. Yeah. I would prefer the team to be in the city. It's just not realistic. So yeah. I understand why they're going to leave. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. And to Kendra Smith for producing tonight's show, Black and Abdallah. Tomorrow we will be back in for Greeny, 10 a.m. 10 to noon tomorrow we'll be in for Greeny. Same with Friday. Right here on ESPN 1000. Am so I allowed next, to come in tomorrow? Yeah, why not? I don't know. You didn't let me in last night. Well, uh, listen, that was a different situation. <laughs> Just saying, man. We'll both be in uh, tomorrow for Greeny right here on ESPN 1000. 10 a.m. We'll cross talk with Jonathan Hood as Cap is out tomorrow. So we'll talk to Jay Hood tomorrow right here on ESPN 1000 at 10 a.m. Coming up at 745, we will have coverage of Northwestern in Indiana facing off in college basketball. Welsh Ryan Arena, we will go to Evanston at 745 for that game. Northwestern in Indiana coming up in about nine minutes right here on ESPN 1000. We go to Terry on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. Hey, guys. Love, long time listener. I love the show. Love all the shows on this one. This network. You guys are doing great. Thank, Thank you, Terry. Terry. What's up, man? Hey, man, look, all this nonsense you guys are calling in with, man, the Bears, from a business standpoint, why would you want to keep, if you're, if you're a, a tenant, you're renting from a landlord, why would you keep wanting to rent from a landlord that doesn't give you everything that you need, doesn't mow the grass, gives you bad grass, 
has bad pipes, bad paintings, and you can, you've been paying them for years. One time is a good tenant, and then when you reach out to them, they ignore your calls, they ignore your emails. They want get all the profits, collect it for yourself, take that money, invest in the team. You can get better players. You, you finally can stop crying broke. And you can get a better a better looking stadium in the process because I'm tired of looking at the Coliseum with the badly installed solar panels on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So well, <laughs> Terry, it's it not like. even that. It's that like eventually, this team is going to want to sell. Like everybody Correct. knows that this team is going to want to sell, and they're they go up almost a billion dollars instantly by just owning yeah. their own stadium. That's it. Like they're va- like the the family's going to sell for almost a billion dollars more. Just because they own the stadium. That's it. Right. Right. And it's like, I don't understand it. So what you mean to tell me that because they're moving, it's not like they're moving to a different state. They're moving like 30 minutes away. If we make that in our daily our daily work, routine to work, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. And you tell me this, that, you know, just because you're going to give up on your season tickets, best believe there are people out in the suburbs that are looking forward to the Bears coming, and they're going to buy those season tickets. No Absolutely. Problem. Sure. Yeah. That's it, guys. Hey, I'm just going to keep listening, guys. You guys are great. Thanks for the call, Terry. Appreciate you. We go to Jim in Libertyville. Jim, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, fellas. How are we doing tonight? We're good. What's going on? Hey, have not uh, ever called a sports radio talk show, but there's too many things with this call that resonate. One, if I could go deep here into the Chris Black world, I was coaching him in freshman basketball at Libertyville High School. Oh, no blank. 20 some. Some twenty some odd years ago, Jim Sure. Yes, sir. What's going on? How are you doing? Listen, I was terrible in freshman basketball, so you, you, your... you were the you were the grittiest left-handed baller that <laughs> I probably ever coached. I didn't coach basketball for a long time. You know, I coached football and the head. Ba- I was the head baseball yeah, right. coach, but the seven eight years I coached basketball at LHS and other schools, you, what you ran up against, Chris was. Arguably one of the best classes of basketball that came through our school, and you know that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. In the twenty some odd years I've been there, right? Yeah. That's the last time that that team probably went as far as they did. Right. And you happened to be coming through at that time, which was tough for you. But long and short of it, man, just I love listening to you and see what you're doing for a living. I mean, you're killing it. I love it. Appreciate but getting it. back to this whole yeah, you bet. Getting back to this whole Bears thing. So my family is season ticket holders, and mm-hmm. here's a couple ways I resonate with this. I grew up in Arlington Heights, lived there for 25 years, five minutes from Arlington Park Racetrack, which is going to be the grounds, correct? Yeah. So now here we are with the Bears. We have six season tickets in my family, and I will go back to when the new stadium went in. We were pushing at our high school playing for state finals position, and I had to tell our head coaches, I'm coaching the varsity quarterbacks and receivers, I might have to take a phone call because when the Bears call and you have to make a decision on your PSL and what seats you want, right. you have to pull the trigger. Well, long before this call, when they sent season ticket holders, the package, everybody thought $2,500 a PSL was a lot of money. Right. That's what it was back then. So to write a check for you know 18 whatever thousand dollars Still seemed like a chunk of money for six tickets. And as a family, you got to rationalize it's like a piece of real estate, right? Yep. For the concerts, everything else in the stadium, of which the Bears don't do many of. So people kind of lost money on that. But where we really got screwed was we had six tickets on the 45-yard line, 20 rows off the field. Like, these are premier seats. They'd been in the family with my grandfather back to 
as a season ticket holder back to Wrigley Field. Yeah. So when I called to inquire about this, I was told, call and speak to, and I won't use the Bears family member's name that I was overseeing tickets. He will love to talk with you. Nobody wants to buy tickets. You have six, and you're willing. When I called, there was no interest in the conversation. There was a typewriter keyboard pecking in the background. I didn't get a phone call until the last day. So our family has been season ticket. When he asked my season ticket holder number and I gave him the numbers, he goes, no, there's more numbers to it. And I said, no, they've been in our family for 50-some-odd years. Right, right. He goes, oh my, oh, oh, my God. And he said my grandfather's name, which is different than mine. Sure. And he said, okay, please, what can I ask, answer for you? Long story short, some intern called me on a Friday um, before a football game in a pregame walked through one night, and I had to take the call to say yes. Our seats moved from 20 yards off the field to we are in the nosebleeds on the 50-yard line. So the premise was they will keep you in your location. Right. And I don't know if you guys can recall 20 years ago, but back then people like Doug Buffone, Dick Butkus, guys that have been in the Bears, Bears Hall of Fame for years got screwed on their own season tickets back when this happened. What I'm going to be interested in seeing is what happens to season ticket holders that have seats in the stadium now proximity-wise when they can start bringing in big businesses, which is what they did with the new stadium. And everybody had good seats. They pushed you out to the periphery and in the end zone, and they sold those 50-yard line seats to corporations for a lot more money than we're paying. Yeah, but Coach, nonetheless, yeah, that's you a know, whole that, other story. That kind of happened to uh, my, my family. We, my grandfather's seats in the old Soldier Field, they were on the, the fifth-yard line at front row. So we were right on the, yeah. the wall. And now we're, you know, second tier, 200 level uh, seats. So you're right. It will be interesting to see how they accommodate all the season ticket holders from one stadium to the next. It will be. And like you guys were saying a few minutes ago, what PSLs are going to go to? Oh, oh it's going to be, it's gonna be crazy. Now, Coach, because sure. Back I, then, I, ha- I, had, I had to talk to family members. I got put in charge of this yeah. because they went to my aunt from my grandfather. She has no kids. I'm the godson. She's like, should we do this? Should we spend all this money? And I said, it's real estate. You live in Lake Forest. You can afford this. <laughs> yeah. Do this. It'll be a great. It'll be a great investment. Coach, sure. You, you remember the great coach. Sure, you remember the great illustrious uh, basketball career of Chris Black. You don't remember giving me detention in gym class? Come on. <laughs> Get out of here. Absolutely, did you I did. Really? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> you, have, you did. It was. You it may was, have gotten the only detention. You may have gotten the only detention. This is probably my last year at Libertyville. <laughs> You may have gotten the only detention I've ever given in high school in 33 years. That's incredible. What did you do? I what think, did you do to deserve I think that? I, I played a C- we were playing music during gym class, and I definitely put a CD that had a lot of swear words in it. <laughs> Coach, sure, we that's got about all we have, it, uh, That's about all it would take. We have Northwestern basketball coming up, so we have a hard out. Thank you for the call. Hey, you guys are great. Be well. Hope all is well there. That, that's Coach Sure. He's our freshman <laughs> basketball coach. He didn't remember giving you a detention. Gym class well, detention. Of course. You deserved it. <laughs> I knew you in high school. That CD, you was, absolutely on for, that deserved CD it. was on for 30 seconds, and he was like, nope, you're out. That's the <laughs> like, best. Oh, come on. That's outstanding. We're all adults That's here. pretty lefty. That's, yeah, Look yeah, at lefty. you. I'm still lefty. You guys not see me right? You've lost your grit. Gritty. I was gritty. I was small and bad. That's what I was. Uh, all right. So tomorrow we're in for Greeny, 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 1000. Coming up next, we have live coverage. Northwestern hosting Indiana College basketball right here on ESPN 1000.
This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.